0: hey guys welcome to the better than zero podcast where we get together each day to take whatever step we can in our apprenticeship to jesus each day i'd like to begin by reading a passage of scripture from the bible and then focusing on another aspect of our christian discipleship today i'd like to continue jesus's discourse in the upper room in john 13 and then talk a little bit about i am let's get started Before we get started, it might be helpful to point out that there are headers in most Bibles that differentiate between different paragraphs in the Bible. In this case, mine says, Jesus predicts his betrayal, and then another is Jesus predicts Peter's denial, Jesus comforts his disciples. It's important to note that these are not actually a part of the Bible. They're added to the Bible to help us um, sort through it and understand a little bit more of what's going on. And those can be a helpful tool as long as we recognize that they are not actually a part of the Bible. Now, with that in mind, Jesus predicts his betrayal. The Gospel of John, chapter 13, starting at verse 18. Jesus says, I am not referring to all of you. I know those I have chosen, but this is to fulfill the scripture. He who shares my bread has lifted up his heel against me. I am telling you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am he. I tell you the truth. Whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me and whoever accepts me accepts the one who sent me. After he had said this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and testified, I tell you the truth, one of you is going to betray me. His disciples stared at one another at a loss to know which of them he meant. One of them, the disciple whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter motioned to this disciple and said, Ask him which one he means. Leaning back against Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is the one to whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. Then, dipping the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, son of Simon. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. What you are about to do, do quickly, Jesus told him. But no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. Since Judas had charge of the money, some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the feast, or to give something to the poor. As soon as Judas had taken the bread, he went out, and it was night. Since many of us know how this story ends and how Judas betrays Jesus, it's easy to assume that everyone else in the story knew and assumed and expected Judas to do the same thing. However that's not the case. This took them by surprise in a lot of ways. And it was because of Jesus' divine understanding and foresight and insight that he was able to see. What was going on in the heart of Judas. The Gospel of John, as a whole, does a good job at focusing on the divinity of Jesus, how he was both 100% man and 100% God. We'll never be able to fully understand how this mystery works, but we accept it as true. However, even with that acceptance, mmm, it's easy for us to only focus and think about and care about the humanity of Jesus and not spend too much time thinking about the divinity of Jesus. If you want to work on changing this way of thinking, and I would encourage you to put it on the schedule to change this way of thinking, if you want to start, a good place to start is the Gospel of John. The disciple John records many statements that have come to be called the I am statements, where Jesus makes these very clear statements that he is more than just a teacher or a good man or a sage or anything like that. He is the son of God. He says things like, I am the vine. I am the, uh, the living water. Uh, Perhaps most offensively, he says in chapter 8, verse 58, I tell you the truth. Before Abraham was born, I am. And finally, once again, in chapter 13 of verse 19, he says, I am telling you now before it happens so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am he. To fully understand the significance of this I am, I am, I am, you have to go all the way back to the Exodus story. When God first appears to Moses and gives his name for the first time, uh, in chapter 3, Moses says, Who shall I say sent me? And God says to Moses, I am who I am. Jesus chooses this wording very much on purpose because he's trying to point us in the direction of who he knows himself to be. He is not just a man, not just a teacher. He is a man, but he is also God. There is no way that we could get through all of the significance of the I am statements throughout John. So if this is something that you find helpful or useful, I'm going to attach a Bible study to it that you could do in just a couple weeks, and it wouldn't take a lot of time. But it would be very helpful in you understanding not just that Jesus is a man. He was a good teacher. He was a kind man. He was a miracle worker. He was a prophet. But above all of that, he was the second person of the Trinity, the Son of God who has existed for all of time, exists today, and will forever exist.